0: Hello, this is an open-ended podcast where truly no topics are off limits, and I'm your host, Callie Wiesner. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey guys, so I'm super excited for this week's episode. I thought the perfect topic for this week and it being Valentine's Day tomorrow was not to focus on like love and relationships and stuff, but focus on a different type of love. And this week's episode is all going to be about self-love, which I am very excited about. This is one of the topics that I wanted to talk about for a really long time because it's really complex and it requires so there's so many things to it, really. I think that one of the reasons why self-love is so complex and so hard to really even achieve is because, one, it requires a lot of work because I truly think that virtually no one actually like loves themselves or likes themselves without putting a little bit of work into it and realizing that I need this time to, or I need time to better myself and focus on those specific things and at least in my my experience with self-love is practically non-existent um I'm being a little bit I'm uh, not vulnerable but like opening up a little bit here but I don't think there has really ever been a time where I've like loved myself or really even liked myself because I mean, if you know me on a personal level, you know that I've dealt with bullying and just things that have really brought down my self-esteem and my self-confidence, really. Um, And I think that those things specifically can make self-love super hard and even more challenging because you're already, like, you're not at zero, you're before that, you're at, like, negative 10 let's say on the scale because you're just chipped away you don't have a positive view of yourself and it's just those specific things really I think can break a person and make them feel not like themselves make them feel less productive and like they don't deserve specific things um but I think that self-love is one of the things that is so important and It's definitely something to work towards whether you achieve it or not. I think that self-love is very unattainable for a lot of people and very hard to achieve. But I think that we can all work to at least promote self-neutrality or even liking yourself. You don't have to love yourself and be obsessed with yourself. Because I think that what is also maybe against or like the argument against self-love is, oh, you're being narcissistic narcissistic you're egotistical you're all about yourself you're self-absorbed or you're selfish that is something that has definitely been brought about but I think that self-love itself isn't really about that because I think that to truly be able to give love out into the world and to help other people just be better people and just help them in whatever situation they're in, you need to be at least a little bit secure in, re- in yourself and who you are. And I think that that does come with a little bit of self-discovery or just working through those issues that are in your brain and those preconceived notions or ideas about yourself that are negative. Because I think that breaking down those ideas are so important to just being a better person and really impacting your self-image and how you view yourself. Um, At least in my kind of experience of breaking down those ideas, it's really hard because, and this is seen in, I believe this technique is used in CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy, which has to do with just breaking down ideas in your brain that you have about certain subjects and kind of refocusing them into a different Way or kind of lens. Um, So, like, I'll give an example. So, if you think that you're unintelligent when something is difficult academically, something that you can do is you can say, you know what, I am an intelligent person and just because this is difficult doesn't mean that I'm unintelligent and just saying that in your brain helps so much and kind of keeping that in that back of your mind because it's like it reinforces that idea and makes you think that um you're smart and you're a smart person and this just because it's hard doesn't mean I'm unintelligent and it's actually challenging me challenging me to make me more intelligent and It'll make me a better student or person in the long run, and I think just that in general, kind of reframing, helps you just rethink the way you've been, you've been um, subconsciously talking to yourself for a really long time, and that in general has helped me so much. Kind of just see, I guess, myself and other people in a different way and in a more positive way that actually benefits me as opposed to almost sabotaging um, my self-image, which I know there's definitely a stigma around self-love and um, kind of self-confidence and all those things that are very, like, not a lot of people have them, but it looks like they do, if that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody thinks that everyone else has um, self-confidence or loves themselves. It's like, it's that I think it's that idea that, like, you see everyone else being confident and loving themselves, but you feel like you're not, which makes you f- feel like you measure up. You don't measure up, which in reality, everyone else pretty much feels the same thing about you unless they're putting in the work to change that. And I think that that is comforting to know that you're not alone and trying to figure it out. On the other hand, I think that self confidence and self love are almost always seen as something that's like cheesy or corny or just something that's weird and like isn't, it's uncool. Um, And I think that while there may be some truth to that, I'm not dismissing it because that's not the goal of this podcast is to make people form their own opinions it's more just saying yes there may be truth to that but i think that it's not always cheesy and corny and uncool when it's done in a genuine way um specifically though i think that there's often a genderizing towards self-love for sure it's almost always like women are working on it more outwardly and publicly than men are, like men who focus on anything really that can seem feminine is kind of looked down upon, um, in a way. I think that self-love is almost painted more towards women because it's like we have been, there's that idea that, um, women have been broken down for so long and women almost always have lower self-esteem and lower self-confidence. So they, and in order to kind of help that and improve that and make that not as a parent is to focus on self-love and self-confidence and kind of do things that improves that but I think that it's the same for men as well and of course I'm not a man but or a guy but I think that there is there are some pe- males or just guys in general that have issues with self-confidence and all those things and I think that self-love shouldn't be something that is discriminatory or only for one group because it is so important to just becoming your own person and kind of figuring out who you are. And while it's something that is, as I said before, really difficult to attain, I think that it's not impossible. It's something that if you constantly work towards it, you'll you'll generally generally get close or get it or attain it. But it's just even going on that... Path and that journey to and making a more conscious effort to do it improves your life and the way you see yourself so so much. Um, For me, self love has been a struggle. I'll be honest here. I've just that sort of practice for me has always been difficult and it's always just been really hard for me to do for a really long time because when you see yourself as different and not like everyone else, I think that that can make you feel worse because ultimately I think a lot of people want to feel normal and like the same as everyone else. But in reality, there's not one type of person, but we're always told this idea that that everyone should be the same. And there is this one type of person. Um, but like I said before, I had, I've always, always struggled with self-love and self-confidence and all of those things because it's just, I've never felt like normal at all. I've always felt differently um, than everyone else. And it's it's been hard to acknowledge for a really, 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 really long time that I have value and that I have something to offer people and that I actually, am worthy and deserving of certain things um at least in the last how how long like 6 months maybe um that whole idea of like self-worth and self-confidence has really been something that i've been trying to work for especially self-worth with self-worth which i think um definitely is one of the main aspects of self-love and I had never really, ever since I was a kid, put myself first or prioritized myself or stated my own opinions. I was always the person that would just be like, no, you can decide, I don't really care, I don't know, I can't make a decision, like, or I wouldn't voice my opinions, just about stupid stuff like, um, what do you want to order for food? I don't know. I don't really care. Or things like um, which one do you want or just stuff like that where it's just so stupid but I think that it really shows how much you don't say you know what I want that one and it's it for me it was really hard to state that opinion I and I didn't know why and I think that in kind of looking back and really reflecting on okay why do I do these things I think that that boiled down to that whole idea that, um, I didn't feel like I deserved it or that I was worthy, which, um, I know isn't true, but for me at least it felt like, and it still feels like I don't deserve certain things. And it's been really hard to kind of break away from that. And It's something that I struggle with every day and I think that, and at least I hope that this episode, people can connect with it and connect with this idea because it's so important and it's just been something that's been on my mind for the last couple months and I think that that's why I was initially hesitant to talk about self-love and self-worth and self-confidence, really all of those things. Because I have never felt and I still don't feel like I have mastered those things or even begun to focus on those things and kind of feel that way. Um, because I truly because I didn't feel like I had experience with it. And I think that what I have realized is that I don't need to have mastered those things to talk about it because it's an ongoing thing. I think that self-love and self-confidence and self-worth are always going to be ongoing issues for everyone because like moods and emotions those things fluctuate throughout your life depending on what happens to you um so yes if you get anything from this episode just know that it like moods and emotions Self-confidence, self-worth, self-love are always ongoing. And they're never going to, I guess, ma- max out. Because it's something that it's you can constantly improve upon. And without being done or having an end result. Because there are always things gonna that are going to decrease it in a way. Which I know... Sounds like um, disappointing, but at least for me, it gives me some peace of mind that I don't have to put pressure on myself to feel like I need to be at that max level or have figured it out 100%. Because I think that one of the great things about being a person is you never have to have everything figured out 100%. If you even have it figured out 70%, Or 60% you'll be fine because I truly think that nobody has every single aspect of their life 100% figured out or 100% evolved or 100% mastered. At least in the sense of like things about your personality and your identity. I truly think that those things will never be 100% figured out. And if you feel like you've 100% figured out those things, that is amazing. Honestly, I... Wish I Could Be You, like, that is something that is so incredible and I feel like so rare that honestly, like, kudos to you. That is really awesome. Anyway, I know I totally went on a little bit of a tangent there, but it's basically I want to allow people to, or really listeners, you listening to the podcast to realize that self-love is something that you can constantly work on. And you shouldn't put pressure on yourself to have it fully figured out or have fully discovered how to love yourself because it is something that can be constantly improved upon. Um, And you can fully figure out how to do it. You just can never um, have fully put all those practices in place because I truly believe that you can have, you can do everything right and do all those things that people say you have to do to love yourself, but ultimately you won't love yourself because it's, I truly believe that self-love practices aren't one size fits all in the sense that the same practices work for everyone. I think that it requires a lot of trial and error and kind of figuring out what works for you. Um, in my experience with kind of just getting on the track of self-love or at least self-acceptance. It has been more of breaking down what I think about myself and doing things that actively negate that or thinking about things in a different way. So what I have done and what I continue to do is I do things that make me happy every single day. And if I am interacting with other people really in any way like hanging out with people or just like talking to people if there's a reaction that um creates almost negative emotions or feelings in my mind I remind myself that is their reaction I can control my own reaction and think of it in a different way that isn't so negative which is what I've done another thing that I've also done is just Think about um, ideas that I have about myself and really sit and meditate on things about just myself as a whole. And just kind of figuring out things, reasons why I have certain opinions and ideas about myself. And I think over that's one of the things that I kind of figure out in quarantine, especially in the end of twenty twenty was I started to just think about myself more and really analyze my thoughts and opinions, which has helped me get into that idea um or just really help accept myself more, and not be so hard on myself because I did have a lot of really high expectations and um, I put a lot of pressure on myself and by not putting as much pressure on myself I really flourished I've really been able to be more successful because I've kind of tried to break away from perfection and kind of expecting perfection for myself and in doing so I've actually in an academic sense I've actually helped somewhat achieve pretty good Per, not perfect, but pretty good grades overall because I've completely taken that stress off and just given me the chance to be like, you know, if you get questions wrong, that's okay. That's an opportunity for growth. And um, just, it's okay to make mistakes and just don't be so hard on yourself. And it's really helped me kind of take more academic risks, A, and just be able to just kind of do the thing without... Kind of holding myself back by my own ideas, my own opinions, my own brain. And that has helped me kind of work towards self-love in a way by not putting as much pressure on myself. Um, So that's at least some of the things that I've done. Because as I said earlier in the podcast, um, self-love has been something that has just been so hard for me. And I don't think I will ever be at that level but at least working towards it makes me feel so much better. And I know I've talked about this in other episodes, um, pretty much probably in every episode at this point. Um, But I have dealt with my fair share of just like struggles with my mental health. And I think that self-love definitely affects your mental health astronomically. Um, And kind of, again, just breaking down those ideas in my brain and just kind of reframing them helps my mental health and my kind of journey towards self-love because I think self-love in a sense is elusive and it's something that can be really hard. I know I'm being super repetitive, but I think it's coming from a sense that I don't really know that much and I haven't really been at that point yet, but I'm kind of just like talking about, you know, I'm saying this is where I'm at. This is where I want to go. And that's, this is where I've been before. And it's, a journey, I think that this podcast especially is definitely kind of something that's ongoing. And I think that that's the beauty of it is it's never fully done. I never say I've fully mastered this. I've just, this is my kind of in the middle situation. This is kind of what has been happening and I this is what I hope will continue to happen. It's never like a hard or harsh start and stop it's just fluid. I think that's what I... And that was one of my intents when creating the podcast was to create something that was fluid and open-ended. Like the title, it's something that it keeps going and changes will still happen, if that makes sense. Anyway, um, I've been going on so many tangents with this podcast, it's crazy. But um, if you haven't been able to tell it, self-love is something that has is really difficult for me to talk about and I'm just kind of all over the place with this topic. Um, but yes, self love is some, is just, I can see it as it, as an incredible thing. And I see people in my own life that have the potential to love themselves. And I don't, and it's hard. I think, To see people that don't love themselves and see that and almost think like, why wouldn't you love yourself? You're X, Y, Z. And I guess that just makes me wonder, like, do other people see me that way? And I think my knee-jerk reaction is no, but is that my own ideas about it? Or is that just, is that the reality? And I think that it's honestly the former where I think that that's my knee-jerk reaction and that's what i think about myself anyway um another thing that i want to mention about self love is that it is it is and i touched on this earlier but i think that when you begin to love yourself or be on that journey it makes it so much easier to love others and stop kind of pushing out hate and negativity into the world because um, it just makes it easier because I think it's people, I know I've heard this before, but it's like, how do you expect to love others when you can't even love yourself? Because that's the person you're ultimately with for your entire life. And that specifically, it just hits you hard, you know, it's like, how am I, how can I do this? Because it just, it, it, it doesn't like, I guess makes sense in a way because it's like, I, Thought I could love others and appreciate others, but it makes sense. But it's also like confused. It's it's has totally two different reactions, at least for me. That idea of how are you expected to love yourself when you, or how are you expected to love others when you can't love yourself? Because it's like I, one one of my reactions, at least, is I've loved others. I've done it effectively. I've done it. Well, I've been able to love others and truly push out positive things. My other reaction is, yeah, that makes sense because how can you? Because people can love can, that you love can be outed out of your life for such a long time and in in your life for such a short amount of time. People definitely come in and out of your life so frequently. And I think that's what makes it a lot easier because you're with those people for such a short amount of time. But you're with yourself for forever. And I think it's almost like when you practice kind of self-love in different ways, it helps. It makes it easier to love other people because you've had experience with doing things that actively make you feel better And then you can help others feel better. And you can really be more secure in yourself to to make changes that are, um, good for others. Because, um, at least in my life or my experience, I have really discovered that a lot of my, I guess, um, issues or like, not issues, but experiences that I've had that were like negative, I should say, or things that I've done that have almost like self, that I've done that are self-sabotaging have come from a place of not loving myself or not, or hating myself really. Um, I think it just, it has really showed me that, I need to start or at least stop um, self-sabotaging myself and stop hating myself because it, A, makes you feel like crap and B, it shows others that you're just, it's just, it shows others that you're just not ready for certain things and that, It makes others have a view of you that isn't always necessarily positive. And I think that just in, I guess, in life, I figured out that. I I figured out the image that I want to convey and portray to other people. But, and I need to start living as that type of a person. Because it's just... I'm kind of all over the place if you couldn't think because, or if you um, didn't, I guess, realize because it's just, for me at least, I am, I do most of my episodes, like, on the fly and I, not wing it, but I have a topic picked out beforehand and I think about it for a little bit and then I talk, Um, but for self-love, I've never really practiced it before, really thought about it deeply and analyzed it, so, which is why I'm kind of, all over the place and kind of just in a little bit of a fog, if you couldn't tell, but, um, just, I've think one of the things that I think I've realized in my whole, I guess, self-love journey is I need to stop self-sabotaging and doing things that I know that I know aren't good for me, but I do them anyway, because in some little area of my brain, it gives me peace. And it's, I guess, a I guess a coping mechanism. um, and I think with that comes the idea that even though I though that thing is comfortable and it's in my comfort zone and it gives me some sort of peace and it gives me, in a little bit of ways, it soothes me, I guess. It's a self-soothing mechanism and a coping mechanism. Sometimes the hardest, sometimes what is difficult will make you feel so, so much better. Um in the last i would say 6 months i have realized that just doing things that are difficult and scare me at least at least one of those things every day has made me feel it's done wonders for my just um identity and personality and just all those things because it, it has made me a better person so And I think that that was one of my first steps in kind of, I guess, my self-love journey was doing things that are uncomfortable every day and kind of getting out of those self-sabotaging situations that, um, weren't good for me and just made me a worse person, made me worse off and made me portray a version of myself that wasn't good, um... And I guess one of the realizations I made early on, um, back in late 2020 was that I don't want to feel like crap anymore. I just don't. I hate feeling like crap. I hate sabotaging myself because it just makes me feel worse. I want to be in this, I want to be in a situation where I can finally feel a sense of stability, control, and security, and just be confident in that, in that, um, and one of my first steps, I guess, was just kind of thinking about things and acting on them by doing things that make me feel uncomfortable, um, and that was a, one of the first steps of my self love journey, and it is continuing to. And I'm in my, I'm doing my, for, I'm in my first step because I truly see myself being in that situation where I can love myself effectively and do it well, but I just I can see that it will take work and I think that that is exciting and I hope that this episode really just shows people that if I can do it anybody can do it because it is something that is so difficult and it's probably the hardest thing I'm ever gonna have to do but it's so worth it in the end because I just it's so easy to become addicted to feeling like crap but it is so much harder to be addicted to feeling good. I mean, maybe it's differently different for other people, but for me, I was constantly in a rut of not feeling good about myself and about my situation, but I truly, even though it's going to be hard work to do it, I truly want to be in that situation where I can start to feel good again and feel that sense of security because for so long, I didn't feel like I had that sense of security or that sense of control, I should say. With that said, I think this is going to be the end of the podcast. Um, I know this episode has kind of been a little bit all over the place, but um, I think it's just something that is constantly in motion and it's something that in my life that is ongoing. So I will put out future updates for this topic. For sure, I will put out future episodes. But for now, this is just where I'm at that said, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'm super excited for next week and I'll see you guys later. Okay. Bye-bye.